My name is Ed Peters, and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue on today in Acts chapter 7, moving on to verses 51 through 53. Now in these verses, Stephen comes to the condemnation of the religious rulers that he is addressing. Here now is the way that he concludes his address to the Jewish high court, and Luke writes as follows. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised of heart and ear, must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? But your fathers did, and so do you. Name one prophet your ancestors didn't persecute. They even killed the ones who predicted the coming of the Righteous One, the Messiah, whom you betrayed and murdered. Yes, and you deliberately destroyed God's laws, though you received them from the hands of angels.
Physically, of course, these men were circumcised, but in their hearts and ears, they were uncircumcised. That is, they would not hear God any more than their ancestors down through the years had heard him. They were acting like the uncircumcised pagan nations around them. They were not truly consecrated to the Lord. Now here with today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. The Apostle Peter had appeared before the Sanhedrin, and his conclusion was that theirs had been a sin of ignorance. Not long after that, another man was taken before the same body, Stephen. His concluding remarks were quite different from Peter's. He doesn't soft-pedal their sin. He calls it rebellion. Rebellion means that they had prior knowledge. They knew what was right. They knew what God wanted and expected of them, but they rebelled against it. Here's how Stephen concluded his speech. You stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears, you are just like your fathers. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your fathers did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. You who have received the law that was put into effect through angels but have not obeyed it. That's strong language, but it needed to be said. Let's look at his words more closely. Stephen calls his hearers, the Sanhedrin, and those of like mind, stiff-necked. That means obstinate and stubborn. These Jews to whom Stephen spoke must have known that term well. God had used it of Israel too. God had called them stiff-necked at Mount Sinai when they worshipped the golden calf. Stephen accused them now of having uncircumcised hearts and ears. God himself had spoken in almost identical terms about them that way too. While they had been physically circumcised, spiritually they were worse than the physically uncircumcised pagans. The pagans hadn't been given the truth as Israel had. So God, Moses and the prophets, had used these terms to describe earlier generations of Israel. Now, Stephen concludes, you are just like your fathers. They had learned nothing from the past. In fact, they had committed even a more horrendous crime than their ancestors. They had killed the righteous one. The Holy Spirit had spoken throughout their history through the prophets, and they hadn't listened. In fact, they had consistently killed the prophets. Traditionally, Israel had been hostile to their prophets. Their proneness to rebel against God manifested itself in their persecution of God's spokesmen, the prophets. Not only is that a record in biblical history, but tradition, too, speaks of Israel's persecution of the godly prophets. There is a record that Isaiah was sawn in two by King Manasseh. There is another tradition that recounts Jeremiah's death by stoning at the hands of his own people after they forced him to go to Egypt with them. So both biblical and non-biblical sources present the recurring theme of the killing of the prophets. Stephen says they even killed those prophets who predicted the coming of the righteous one. But then Stephen goes further. He says, Now you have betrayed and murdered him. They had learned nothing from the past. They carried even further what their ancestors had begun. The prophets predicted the coming of Jesus, the righteous one. Israel killed them. They predicted righteous one had come and the Sanhedrin had killed him. One final comment about Stephen before we note his death by stoning. 
Stephen identified with the nation of Israel. He was one of them. He spoke highly of Jewish tradition, of Abraham, of the tabernacle. But he disassociates himself from the nation in its constant refusal of God through history. That's not his tradition. He doesn't want to be identified with those unbelieving ones. When speaking of those who refused God, Stephen uses the pronoun you, not the inclusive we. He says you always resisted the Holy Spirit. Your fathers persecuted the prophets. They killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. You received the law that was put into effect through angels, but you have not obeyed it. When Daniel prayed, he identified himself with the people. He said, I'm one of them, God. Moses did the same, but not Stephen. The difference is that both Daniel and Moses spoke to God. In their prayer, they pleaded for the people of Israel, and they said, we're one of them. Moses even asked God to destroy him rather than the nation. The difference with Stephen is that he speaks not to God, but to the rebellious Sanhedrin, who had recently insisted on the death of Jesus. Someone needed to lay it right on the line and tell them what was what. No doubt he knew that it would cost him his life. But the Sanhedrin needed to be faced personally with their sin in all its hideousness. So Stephen, risking his life, points his finger directly at them and says, you are even more guilty than your forefathers. You betrayed and murdered the righteous one whom the prophets predicted. Well, that was the end of Stephen's speech. Furious and gnashing their teeth at him, they rushed at him, dragged him out of the city, and without a sentence passed, they stoned him. We'll talk about that tomorrow. This is not a pretty picture. But what sin is and what it does is not pretty. It's always deadly. One can only hope that this scene from Act 7 is not recorded in vain, that it will speak to everyone about the seriousness of rejecting the Lord Jesus. Everyone who rejects him is just as guilty of killing him as was the Sanhedrin. But God's grace and mercy knows no limit. If any of them repented and changed their minds about Jesus, they would have been forgiven, and they would have ever received his resurrected life, and that same grace and mercy is available to anyone who wants it today. Certainly no sin, humanly speaking, can equal killing the Savior, but even that can be forgiven. That's the depth of his grace and mercy.
New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.